Hi everybody, this is Dr. Jim Rundell. I'm president of the Academy of Psychosomatic Medicine. I'm really happy to have with me today Dr. Madeline Becker. Dr. Becker is the director of the CL Psychiatry Service and Psychosomatic Medicine Fellowship at Thomas Jefferson University Hospital in Philadelphia. In the Academy of Psychosomatic Medicine, she's also the Fellowship Education Subcommittee Chair. The topic of our podcast today is the results of the Psychosomatic Medicine slash Consultation Liaison Fellowship match that was just completed last month in January. Welcome, Dr. Becker. Thank you, Dr. Rundell. Okay, let's, for today. let's start with uh, just telling us about the results of this year's CL Psychiatry Fellowship match process. Okay. So this marks the fourth year that applications to CL training programs have been managed through the NRMP match system. The results of the match were announced earlier last month on January 3rd. And the results are that we have 56 programs nationwide offering 113 positions. And of these, just 70 were filled. 70 of the positions were filled. Only four applicants were unmatched. How does this compare to prior years? Well, compared with last year's numbers, there's an increase in programs and positions with unfortunately no increase in applicants, leaving a large portion of the CL fellowship positions nationwide unfilled, and about 48% of programs unfilled. So although many programs are pleased with the results of the match, there continues to be just as many programs that have vacancies throughout the country. So although as an academy we're very concerned about these statistics for our subspecialty, I will say we're not the only subspecialty affected by these numbers. Um, only about 50% of child fellowship programs went filled this year, which was a very big surprise. Um, this left 100 unfilled positions nationwide in child, and these numbers show a trend for psychiatry in general. Um, we. In fact, only about 40% of graduating psychiatry residents are choosing to pursue fellowship specialty training, which we could compare with, say, neurology residents, whereas about 80% of their residents go on to do fellowship training. Well, that's pretty striking. So what are some of the challenges programs are facing in filling the positions? Well, for CL, the problem is clearly is that there's simply not enough applicants. Um, to address this issue specifically, last year the Fellowship Education Subcommittee sent a survey to psychiatry residents via the ADPER listserv. The purpose was to better understand factors that might influence residents' decisions to decide whether or not to pursue fellowship training in any specialty field in psychiatry. Um, what we found showed that the residents really feel that financial factors are very important. One, they don't want to take another year of low salary to do a fellowship for a perceived not well-paid career. And in fact, their perceptions is, are that CL is one of the lowest compensated fields of the fellowship subspecialties. That's one factor that's very important. Other factors, um, I think something that's very important is that there are new non-ACGME accredited fellowships that have been developing throughout the country. In, say, women's mental health, there are some, integrative behavioral health. These are areas of subspecialty training that are included in the training of CL Psychiatry Fellowship. So we should be very concerned about this. 
This also really stresses that branding of consultation liaison psychiatry to students and residents will be tremendously important this year as we transition to our new name. Do the program directors, as you talk to them, have any other ideas about things that our field could do to increase recruitment? Well, I mean, this is something that is a priority for the academy, as you know, this year, and really for all of the committees that help work with the council. Branding is really an important and essential mission, and we need to educate the rest of not just um, ourselves, but the medical community to understand what it is that we do and really expand our growth of subspecialized integrative care work to help boost CL psychiatry. At the fellowship and the training level, we need to increase recruitment. And from that standpoint, we really need to show the medical students and the residents what it is that we do. One example, um, the results of that survey that I mentioned that we had sent out to psychiatry residents indicated that increasing the number of integrated care opportunities in residency training programs would help demonstrate our breadth of career opportunities beyond that of consults in the general hospital. You know, something else that the council is considering is um, uh, pushing again the, this idea of fast-tracking, meaning that mm -hmm. just like with child fellowships, uh, a year of the psychiatry residency could be combined with fellowship training to meet the requirements of CL or geriatric or other subspecialty fellowships by the end of the PGY-4 year. Absolutely, that yes. I, I think that, that um, many of us have thought that revisiting very seriously the idea of fast-tracking for subspecialty fellowships other than child is really something that we have to seriously look at again this year. It is a controversial topic in the psychiatric um, training director community, so it is something that um, we'll have to bring back on the table, And um, but I think it would be an important factor. As I had mentioned, time and financial aspects of doing a fellowship is really making an influence on our trainees, and we need to respond to that. Well, fast-tracking would certainly directly address that dilemma they raised and uh, members of the APM should know that we are uh, pursuing this and collaborating with other or subspecialty organization, uh, fellow organizations to see if we might um, uh, consult with the APA about moving that forward to see what happens, knowing that there are, there are mixed feelings about it. But this is a major issue for our field and one that council is very keen to try to address. That's good. It sounds like a good time to do it, a good opportunity. Well, is there anything else that, that you want to uh, um, talk about to close off our podcast with? Um, no, I don't think so. I think that really covers everything. Um, thank you for having me. Yeah, and we'll definitely keep everybody informed as this uh, fast-track consultation begins to move ahead. Thank you, Madeline. Thank you.